0: But because of how, um, because of how drastic, uh, excuse me, American sports can be, and how from one moment to the next you can lose a team. Heck, we've already, lo- we already lost the the Killer Bees. They hadn't even they hadn't even started playing one single game.
1: No, yeah. let's let's backtrack there a little bit, Edson. They had a couple of games under their belts before all the legality issues began for them.
0: League games?
1: Yeah, they had a couple of league games already yeah.
0: in. Okay, sounds fair. Thanks for the correction.
1: Uh... I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not a walking encyclopedia of art of RGB professional sports of any means, but, uh, I can tell you that a, a lot of the, a lot of the teams that I've worked for, uh, and, and, I, and I, and will and, and I'll say it on the record right now. There's been some very, very poor leadership to them. And if you pick a sport, I can, uh, I can uh, talk you into it. Unless Sean decides to party crash the party here, but uh if you pick a sport I I will speak on record. Baseball. Baseball. What killed it? Poor ownership. Poor ownership of the league. You see the league owned all the teams. And thus they weren't uh responsible fiscally. To pay the rents of all the cities.
0: Mm-hmm. What do you know? You, what do you know about the ground? Do, do you want me?
1: To, do you want me to continue with? Uh, if you want me to continue with other sports, just bring it up and.
0: I got you. I got one. I got one more for you. Hopefully, you might know something. Or be good on this.
1: I'm gonna go ahead and and give a pass on that only because. I felt like that was another ownership thing that, that killed the team. They didn't know. I, I'm I'm going to go ahead and pass on them only because there just wasn't enough information to, to, uh, to, to kill the team or not. I mean, I, I've heard a lot of stories, and the only one conclusion that I can come to it is that they were poorly mismanaged. They were poorly mismanaged, sold to a group, that didn't know anything about the game of soccer, and pretty much dr- drove that team to the ground.
0: The point is, just just now, as I e- I,
1: don't, I don't believe that is going on with the Tories.
0: No, no, no.
1: I, I, what, I don't believe but my, it's, going, uh, it's going on.
0: No, but my point but, is, is that in American soccer, just as easily as we can get a team. We can e- We can lose it much easier. Mm-hmm. In the future, you never know. Dynamo might decide. Hey, you know what? This is this just isn't work- this relationship isn't working out for us. They mm-hmm. might be. They might. They might pull their their support, technical support, out of the Toros. They might, uh, and we end up getting independence, and it turns out that we're not ready financially team goes under or they decide hey you know what we're taking this team to another uh, to to another city that can happen as well and that's what I'm trying to mean is like fans and the organization need to understand that this, this thing can end at any time and while this team this organization is still running both sides need to make the effort to benefit each other for the time that 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 we are together fans need to go out there and support this team we need to attend the matches but the organization has to do their part in order and and uh, convince them that their time their money spent on the team will be worth will be worth it and that also includes their relationship uh with uh with uh media media's relationship with the team and it it saw everything goes uh into the this recipe and everybody's got to pull together and if somebody doesn't do their their part then this is gonna this is this this might crumble that's all i have to say on that in that aspect
2: yeah I mean I don't really think there's anything else to are considering now that it's basically been mismanagement ownership, whether it's the league who owned the teams or who didn't know a lick about soccer. We know that they know stuff about basketball here in the valley. Well, then buckle down and well just interact. That's all we really want right now is interaction. News from especially the front office to say things. We want the front office on our show. We don't want to just bash them. We want to tell their story so that. Not only we know, the media, but the fans know. All reverts back to the fans. That's who we want in our seats. That's one way to do it, by, meet, by just the front office, basically. Everyone around that organization telling us what the heck is going on.
0: See, we don't need to, we don't need to know the complete in and outs of what's going on in the organization, but just give us an idea of what they're doing to help the fans. That's all we really care. There's, there's not a lot of transparency within the, within the organization. Not even the Dynamo has transparency, but Hey, that's not an excuse for it. Oh, if the Dynamo do it that way, then I guess we should do it that way too. No. We know what we know. We know the things that Dynamo lacks. We are not Dynamo. We are RGVFC. We are two completely different entities. And just because our parent co- uh, parent company, our parent team, does things one way, doesn't mean we have to do it the same way. Especially when it with the fact is that the Houston market is completely different from the from, from the RGV market. In fact, according to this one study. We're the fifth largest soccer market in the, in the United States. Houston's the second. We, RGB is the fifth. But the point is, is that you have to you have to make this worthwhile for the for for the fans. Make them proud to say, "Hey, I support RGBFC. Why? For many reasons. But the number one reason is because I believe that this that this team is representative of my region, of of my hometown. Heck, I mean I tell the guys at the Dynamo Discord, hey, I'm more of an RGB fan than a dynamo fan. And I've been a dynamo fan longer longer than an RGB fan. But why? Because it represents my hometown. But a lot of more a lot of people are more uh, aren't convinced that easily. Like I said. But that's Marketing departments' uh, job to convince them, and this whole honestly, this whole hashtag we are todos hashtag somos todos is so generic. It doesn't instill any pride in the in the valley. At least the way that's at least that's my opinion. Something needs something needs to be done. I think. While, like I said, there have been improvements, there's still a lot more to be done. And we're running out of time. We're running out of that leeway where we're getting so close to the point of no return. And the time is now to act. You guys have anything more to add before we uh, sign off tonight?
2: Well, not really necessarily on this thing, but actually shout out to this one person because I was looking at Rio Grande Valley FC versus Fresno FC from the attendance thing. Shout out to Cooper. Yes, there is an Alex Cooper that plays for Fresno FC. I think that is a pretty freaking cool name considering that is a name of a famous person.
0: Big shout out out to uh, Alex Cooper then.
2: But, yeah, exactly. Right. A super, obviously. Many well,
1: less... I mean, well, I mean, like I said, you. Uh, I mean, I don't want to gloat about my uh, my experience here, but um, uh, upon working minor league sports in the Rio Grande Valley, but um, it it's become a pretty common theme that ownerships. Here in the Valley, haven't been fully responsible. Now, the Vipers, I will say this much. Okay, they've made it for over a decade now. Kudos to that. Now, because basketball has been like a new thing to the Valley. As far as a professional sport. But soccer, this is like our third or third go-around, maybe those bridges that were burned from the Bravos and Grandes, those bridges are are taking a lot longer to heal than a front office would. And that's all I'm going to say, because those bridges that were burned in the past are taking major tollways into the present right now. And this is me not defending anyone, but this is just me putting everything on a balance from a historical standpoint. But (laughs) this is going to be one of those projects where if it makes, it makes, you know, that's all I'm going to say to that.
0: I don't think I could have said it better myself.
1: Well, because you 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 were obviously there, both Bravos and Grandes. I really wanted to be there, but I just didn't have the knowledge or the resources. And and I'll and, and I'll share the story personally. You know, I really wanted to go support the Bravos and Grandes personally myself. But, being that I was a a, a very young person uh, that had very, very limited resources, uh, I was forcibly chosen, uh, well, it, it wasn't by force, but my, uh, my parents at the time viewed that baseball was a better sport than soccer. I would say otherwise, like, hey, let's give this... An opportunity, and they even gave arena football an opportunity themselves. Although we never purchased uh, season tickets, we never did. Uh, but th- but I, I I just felt like the the or the people running the Bravos Grandes really burned some bridges. They really did. How I I don't know because I don't have. All the facts and evidence. In, in, but I can tell you stories about arena football. I can tell you stories about independent baseball. I can tell you stories about arena soccer myself too. Mm-hmm. But this is just something that that the burning of the bridges and the, and the restoration of those bridges have to be uh, repaired. Is it going to take time? Absolutely. But it will take time to make the people fall in love again with soccer down here. And that's all I'm going to say for tonight. And God bless to all.
0: Thank you, Ray. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Ray. Thank you, Jacob, for joining us, uh, joining tonight, uh, the second episode of 2019 of Down in the Valley. Uh, guys, I really appreciate all of y'all for sticking around for these two hours that the show went on. I know it's not easy. I know it's not easy seeing people rant uh, uh, for a long period of time. I think we ran, we ranted. Uh, I ranted for like about 20, 30 minutes, um, and I thank you all for for sticking around. Um, hopefully, we'll we'll see we'll see you all uh, in maybe next week. We'll see what we'll see what kind of information gets uh, gets released and the in, throughout the next week and hopefully and,
1: oh, and one final one final plea edson one final plea go ahead sean i'm calling you out be on the show next week please maybe you can help uh help this show a little bit here but please join just join give us inside depth that probably edson myself and jacob probably may not have with the Toros only because you have a lot of inner knowledge within the dynamo, but please, Sean, just join in and I'll promise to be nice.
0: <laughs> so thank you. All. Thank you all for joining tonight's, uh, tonight's episode. We hope you really enjoyed, uh, enjoyed it. Uh, be sure to stick around, uh, actually, well not stick around, but, uh, be sure to keep you on the lookout on Spotify, uh, Stitcher, Google Play Store, or Google Podcasts, uh, iTunes, uh, and SoundCloud for whenever we do re- when we release uh, our this episode for the podcast. Uh, just to let y'all know, from here on out, uh, our podcast will be um, will be cut up into sections uh, depending on on the uh, on the themes that we talk about. I think it'll be a lot easier for all of you to kind of navigate through the podcast. And if there's a specific subject that you're really interested in knowing about, you don't have to search through the whole two hour uh, audio to find it. Um, So I think hopefully that'll, that'll be a very, a a big benefit for both, for all of y'all. Be sure to check out.
1: Here's here's one final tip for you, Hudson. This last segment, call it the revelations.
0: (laughs) That's really, really good. Yeah, that's that's what I'm gonna call it. It's it's a really really good, It really really describes what what happened in this last section. So be sure to also before, uh, before I let y'all go, be sure to uh, follow us on our social media: uh, Twitter at down in the RGB, Facebook down facebook slash down in the RGB, and uh, Instagram at down in the RGB. Be sure to read raise articles uh, on BG and Uh, which i haven't done but we'll be we'll we'll be happening uh as the season progresses be sure to also check out my articles that that i will uh continuously be uh writing uh, in spanish with uh, our friends from mente futbolera um and hopefully we can get uh our down in the rgv.com website back soon hopefully uh, so we can continue to write uh, our articles for RGBSC uh, on that on that uh, website. Uh, be sure to check out our friends at, our, at the Beautiful Game Network. Um, they make all of this uh, possible with the podcast and the hosting. Um, be sure to follow them uh, at the BGNFM on Twitter and uh, check out their sponsor, which is Roughneck Scarves. They're the official scarf supplier of the MLS, USL, and NCAA. Um, but this has been uh, it for tonight's episode. Hope you all have a good night and enjoy the rest of your week. And hopefully we'll see each other next week, guys. Say good Good good, night. Good night, guys. Jacob. Later. Good night, guys. And hashtag we are toros. Hashtag somos todos, Hashtag fear the valley. Have a good night. You've listened to Down in the Valley, an RGVSC internet show and podcast. We air every Thursday night at 7 p.m. Central on our YouTube channel, youtube.com/slash Down in the Valley. Be sure to follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Down in the RGV, and our website at downinthergv.com. Also, we want to thank our friends from the Beautiful Game Network for their help in bringing our podcast to you, our audience. Be sure to follow them on Twitter and Facebook at the bgn Finally, be sure to also check out their sponsor, Roughneck Scarves. They are the official scarf supplier of the USL, MLS, and NCAA. Thank you, and we'll see you next week for the next episode.